Hey everybody, welcome to Pod Gods episode 188. Nothing funny to say. No, it's the 10th of February. To correct that, it's not the 9th. We're recording during the day, so expect all the funny to have drained out. Is there any funny at night? February with an R, say it properly. Okay, library. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, uh, where do we start? Uh, the FedEx drama? Fuck FedEx? <laughs> uh, so I, I sent out, uh, it showed up last Thursday, which I should just wait till Friday, of course, but your pie showed up. No, fucking... it still would have fucked things up because Monday was a holiday Monday that everyone had forgot that I'd completely forgotten about because it's a stupid, new, useless holiday. What holiday? Family day. Is that here or is it just there? That's just in kind of BC. They're oh. trying to add in a long weekend for February. And BC has picked one that's slightly different from other ones. So this liberal government put one in like three years ago. And no one remembers it's a holiday because it's a new fucking holiday. Well, great. Well, anyway, so they I go there and they tell me the pie shows up early. The hot sauce already been here. And then I realized the hot sauce box is perfect fit for the pie box. It fits right on top. And I was like, what? Well, if I put it right in there and cap it, this is going to work perfectly. It, it's not going to break. This is just like they got to me perfect. And all in all, it's, you know, $150 with the sauce, $20 bucks with the shipping on there. Then it's a $35 pie with maybe 25 shipping. And then now I'm going to do more shipping. And they want 50 bucks to get it to you next day. I'm like, oh, what about, uh, you know, two Thursday. Days? Yeah, well, yeah. Thursday to get next day, they want fifty bucks. I'm like, what about two day? One hundred and eighty dollars. Like, Which okay. I don't understand. It has to do with probably with my dildo factory discount. One's okay. yeah. So one day, next day, I should have probably been like two fifty, but I got two hundred bucks off. So I guess I'm not supposed to complain. But you're still supposed to get the services rendered that you're paying for, even if you get a discount because of your employment making dildos. So suck my dildo. And anyway, so they send it out, and uh, everything looks great, and it's going to come at eleven forty three. Yeah, a.m. A.m. Yeah, on Friday. On Friday. Yeah, yes. so uh, t- tell them what happens from there. Uh, it arrives at Richmond, which is where the airport is, uh, the next day at 6.40 in the morning. Wait, it didn't have guaranteed delivery by noon on Friday? What happened there, yes, buddy? Yes, and that's when it says noon on Friday delivery. So it arrives at 6 a.m., so five hours before they say it's supposed to get to me. Mm-hmm. And then sits and isn't released for internet for shipping until after 11 o'clock. So that's after all the trucks have rolled. I have a feeling that it was, since it was a long weekend, um, they didn't want to, and I'm kind of on the edge of where they're going to be delivering from for that zone because I'm just on this side of the Fraser Manor, which is going to be where the natural barrier is going to be. So there's going to be the trucks that go to Surrey and Delta. Then there's going to be the trucks that stay on the mainland that do like Richmond, Vancouver, Burnaby. And I'm right on the edge of that. So I think someone decided I don't have time for this shit. It's a long weekend. Fuck the package. I can't read. It has the wrong postal code on it. But it didn't have the wrong postal code. No. And that's been confirmed by about 18 people that I've called. Obviously, they're calling up and looking at the photo of the package. And maybe for some people who, uh, in second grade, told their handwriting's terrible because they have giant hands and nobody showed them how to write properly, and it was completely discouraged their entire life and made to feel ugly, uh, it's very sensitive about people criticizing their handwriting that has degraded over time since they only type. So maybe insulting my handwriting and implying that I did something wrong is not the best place to go immediately. So it sits all of, fr- well, all of Friday, all of Saturday, all of Sunday, and then on holiday Monday, they decide, hey, let's send this to the Burnaby Depot. With a $75 pie in it. 
which is actually a good location for me to pick it up. But since it's a holiday Monday and they haven't tried to deliver it, fuck me. They can't do it, dick. And then on, so since all there Monday, then on Tuesday to decide, huh, let's send this to Vancouver. So it goes to their Vancouver facility where it sits until, I guess, Wednesday today when they decide, okay, let's ship it to Vancouver. Let's ship it to Richmond. And then it gets in Richmond again at six in the morning. So just about the time it would have arrived on Friday and they decide, oh, now it's out on truck for delivery. Uh, still not there. It'll probably show up. Lax says he'll still try the pie, but I'm sure it'll be ruined in some capacity. But at least and even though they sauce. say it will be here by noon, it will be here at five. I, I fucking how do you how does anybody do anything more? It, it, just these businesses don't do anything they're supposed to. It's like I'm a fan of this company, like especially compared to UPS. Uh, it's like wow, UPS fucking opened my laptop and stole it after my breakup when that uh, fan helped me buy a laptop, and then I got one, and then they shipped it to me, and it never even, the box never even came. And they go, yeah, it's just an empty box. I'm like, can I see it? No, we have it here in our uh, processing department. It seems like somebody took it. it. Happens all the time. It's like what? So and since I actually do a fair amount of shipping at work, I'm going to be transferring everything away from FedEx. <laughs> So see, this I'll, is, this is, I'll see what Brown can do for me. I don't think you should go UPS just to punish him. I think you're going to get punished if you do that. I think that out of all the FedEx shipments I do, I've had this one in the time they broke my TV. So it's been two major fuck-ups in 10 years and let's easily say 100 shipments. So it's 98% no problem. UPS, I'm, we're dealing with more like a 36 40% problem. See, to he- here, US, or UPS is slightly, it's almost on par with the post office. While they will never actually try to deliver it the first time, they'll just run up to your door and slap a sticker on it saying, pick it up at the, at the FedEx store. Why do you even uh, have a job? Why do you have a job? Why? I, well, it's, I, because, it's because FedEx is, I believe, salaried. Um, UPS is owner-operated trucks uh, paid by the package. You know, so how many, they, you know how many young people would kill to have a job where it's like, what? I just got to drive the neighborhood, run outside, lift the package, knock on the door. But you realize with uh, UPS, they own the truck. They're o- they own that truck. In Canada? No, in North America. Interesting. Because I, I had a roommate who was filling in as a UPS driver in the holidays. There, there are some fill-in ones, but generally during, down, during slow times, it's owner-operated trucks getting paid uh, by the package. Oh, see that... <laughs> So it's they have all. to do super high. It's like me. It's like driving for Uber, I guess. Yeah, uh, super high volume, and you have to service people. So it's like it's it's yeah, whole reason you, the you business exists. Through. It doesn't fucking need to exist. It's one of these things where it's like, well, to make money, we have to take people's customers' money and deliver them fifty percent of what they expect at most. Yes. So I guess if they they say they get paid a dollar if they actually deliver the package, they'll get fifty cents if they attempt to deliver a package. So and instead of delivering, is actually delivering one package. They could actually attempt to deliver three packages, so they make a little bit more. This seems like a bad business model. That's why they drive insane. That's why UPS uh, drives worse than FedEx. Well, and I'm sure they've run over kids, and I'm glad those parents start to know that. Oh, my child Timmy died because the FedEx or the UPS driver makes fifty cents per package. Had he just got a salary per hour or annually, my child would still be alive. But everybody's stupid. We might as well live in China, where they run over babies on security camera footage, and everybody ignores it. Or throw packages over walls. Yeah, that's what happened last week or something. I was like, God, thank God for the fucking hot sauce. 
And then they did it to a neighbor and they shattered all his shit. Great. I walked in on the, him in the office complaining. It was a black guy with full on grill. And he was like, Whoa, no, man, they got to put my fucking package th- third story. They're going to throw it. And the lady's like, no, they do throw it. And then I walked in. I'm like, oh, yeah, they just threw this one. And then like the, the box was damaged. He's like, they threw this. I'm like, yep. And he's like, oh, I guess they do. Yes. Uh, so we were enticed to try out the Sean and Bo show because, of uh-huh. course, we just love sports podcasts so much. We're, we're sports guys. There's a long, Yay, history, long history of us sampling sports shows, and it never goes o- over that well. Just because I guess we're both not really into sports, even though you're because quite an athlete. Because uh, there's nothing quite as retarded as people talking about sports talk. I don't know, uh, man. I, I feel like me talking about comic books is just equally as retarded. Like, those are real people versus fake people that were made up by real nerds. Yeah, like but sports. at least the people listening to talk about comic books read and own comics. Most of the people listening to sports talk are not athletes or have never been athletes or could never be athletes. I've never been a dead and or pool. But you've owned comic books. I guess. You've gone to comic book stores and purchased comic books. So, like, that'd be like, it's okay if people are really into porn stars if they own their work at home. In comparison, people who are into sports who don't ever play sports. Yes. So Sean is the real radio-voiced sports guy who seems to have been shit-canned from his sports talk station in Albuquerque, Santa Fe. I forget which uh, dead uh, Facebook page I actually found. So that's got to uh, be like that uh, situation going on Adam always talks about when he is like uh, – Kenny Walks and Larry Main, the regular guys on the uh, the middle class of radio type thing, where you're trying to find you know uh, some sort of footing in a market and actually get a, an actual decent pay and an audience, and it seems like it's getting harder and harder in every city. Yeah, so I can't tell what shift he had, uh, but he seemed to be working in. So that's not a large market. Let's put it that way. And so let's just assume he probably wasn't doing the drive. Uh, what what are the what's big in sports talk? Uh, it's morning drive, then it's, uh, afternoon. afternoon drive. Those are the standards, but in sports talk, lunch is also a bigger one. I think, I think uh, Jay they, Moore does a lunch one. They have a bit more, uh, midday because you get, uh, lunkheads, uh, driving in their delivery vans, uh, calling up and complaining, listening while they're so-called working. How many people have loved ones who have actually spent time calling in the sports talk radio to like give their opinion? And like, imagine if like that loved one like died in a delivery van, and then you just had like fourteen hours of their calls uh, about sports talk radio over the last two decades. And it's like, wow, oh, I don't really love my brother anymore. And they also seem to be uh, Jim Rome fans, so you know you got to tell them the true smack. I don't want to. I don't know. I don't know much of Jim Rome. I just know everybody I know dislikes. Oh, well, him. Jim Rome is great with the really. Long, awkward pauses that make you think, or did something like break in my radio system? Uh, I, I know from TV, because I remember he had a TV show. I don't know how long it lasted, but I remember seeing it on... Oh, I think he still has one on something like Showtime or HBO now. I remember the one he had before that. I used to see on like Red Robin or wherever I'd be with like a buddy, and they always complained, oh, he's terrible, he's worse. And I'm like, oh, he's kind of a smarmy prick. I kind of like him. I was just shocked. Well, he, st- he started off with one on, what was it, HBO, where he kept calling... Some quarterback or offensive lineman uh, like Chris Everett. I think I punched, right? The female female tennis player. And he kept fucking that up. And then the guy kind of jumped at him and I think clocked him. (laughs) And that's kind of what really made him popular or a crossover because he was doing that. Yes. For being an asshole. And I was just shocked to find out that he wasn't black. 
But who the radio guy we listened to, or uh... Uh, no, uh, Jim Rome? Really? Because I'd listened to him for so long. Oh, I knew that... he was the goateed white guy. See, to me, he was this fucking well, no, like... Jewish. Well, okay, fine, but so, <laughs> yeah. So his, his thought... mouth looks like a pussy from a Playboy spread of the eighties. I had thought for the longest time he was a black black guy. So really surprising to find out he's white. But now you, now you that. can like him. No, um, you still hate him. So that so that is Sean. Bo seems to be a black guy that formerly played, I let's say D one sports. So good, good, good enough football at the collegiate level. Uh, I don't know. Got his hand fucked up and now seems to work at a weed store. All right. Uh, sounds really good. Sounds like real radio announcer voices. So they've obviously spent some time on that. But they're just talking about sports. I don't give a fuck. If you want to have people talk about sports, it uh, doesn't seem horrible. It, well, it, production was fine. Uh, content and flow was fine. Web page is completely substandard because they don't have one. And they're a Podomatic show, so they yeah. don't really know what they're doing in podcasts. Podomatic, Podbean, always a red flag of, oh, I'm listening to something amateurish. So if you get rid of that, immediately it jumps up. Get yourself a real URL, uh, whatever you want it to be. Maybe they do everything is. through Facebook. I don't know. Even if you do, I'm not, yourself, a, I'm not a Facebook person. Get yourself a Tumblr, put a real URL on it, and just post your episodes to Tumblr. Even that's a really quick, easy way to do it for people who aren't into web stuff. Maybe list who your what your Twitter names are. That'd be good. Yep. Uh, so it's it's all that's the stuff they're all missing is this the search engine optimization stuff's not there. The website stuff's not there. And what are they? There. They're like two years in. They're like at episode seventy something. So that's in, they're in their second year. They're they're in there. That's always hard to get new listeners. Is once you once you get past uh, the first couple dozen, you're never gonna get the heat you would have got there if you didn't get it initially. So you're almost on a losing endeavor. So it's like whatever your numbers are, you can't expect to peak much more than that. And really, it's about fighting to hold on to as many of those as possible for as long as possible. And if you start out a three thousand show, you're probably gonna die a fifteen hundred show or less. And it, that's just the reality of podcasting. Yeah, so if you want a sports show, it doesn't sound like shit. Well, there's the Sean and Bo show, and that's B-O, Bo. Mm -hmm. And uh, hopefully we put the links so you can actually listen in the show notes, unlike they do. But yeah, I I would recommend if you like sports, give it a shot. Yeah, but I don't like listening to sports. I was too busy playing them and don't really care. I especially don't care about if there was a good radio show about rugby, which actually seems like a good real sport. I'd listen to that. What else is going on? Uh, nothing much. All right, that's some really exciting stuff you have there. Well, I guess we can talk about the elf in the room. Uh, Mike Carano, uh, it's not really an elf in our room, but somebody's room. Mike Carano's sister, Nikki, was killed. Killed she, by a tree. Well, that's, that's, people were making fun of on Twitter. I saw it first. It was, uh, two Sundays ago. Murdered and, by a tree. Okay, that's, that's rough, man. But they were, uh, they were like making fun of it, like, oh, what a shocking, crazy death. I gotta be unlucky. You know, like, they were like, people were make, making crude jokes or crass jokes. I was like, oh, I'm not really interested in that, okay. And then I saw Carano wasn't really posting anything funny, but he kept linking to the stories of this person killed. And I'm like, oh, he's from San Diego. It must be like a big thing. The tree fell. It must be like an area. Maybe he was nearby. Maybe he witnessed it. And then a couple days later, I'm like, oh, shit, that's his sister. And it, like, it just, pieces weren't put together for me. I was like, oh, my God, this is fucking terrible. And then if you, you look at what happened, it's just horrible. Then all the people interviewed in the neighborhood, it basically seems like it was the property. The tree was on some woman's property. She didn't want to pay to cut it down. The city refused to pay for it, so they just let it stand Well, no, there. she said she uh, the property owner said they tried to cut it down, but were told they can't because it's a city tree or a state tree. Or... Yeah, but that, like you said, that doesn't seem very accurate. No, because basically, uh, the, I'm just guessing in San Diego, 
you're going to call someone, a bunch of Mexicans are going to show up and cut down the tree. They aren't going to care whose tree it was. As long as they were getting paid, the tree was getting, getting cut down. A free wood, yeah. No, it's just, you give me money, I do things for you. What do you want me to do? I could make a really sick truck out of this tree. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's it just seems like uh, one of these things where it didn't have to happen in a weird way, which I don't think Corano can even talk about, and I'm, I'm, of course not. But just something on the outside, it just seems like really senseless and stupid. And from everybody interviewed, like even the neighbors, like, yeah, we always knew it was going to come down. It's like, how far is it going to fall? And it's like, well, at what point are you responsible? You have a house here. This is your property. Like, how, how much is the government responsible? How much are you responsible? If nobody is responsible, then things are supposed to fall willy-nilly, and we're supposed to all supposed to die because— Tree owner is responsible. Yeah, I know. It's just, it, it, it pisses me off that this woman that everybody loved that held this family together that was so important to all these different people and had this like, great, amazing life. I never knew, but it was apparently like the original Riot Girl and has like this really rich history of all this stuff. Uh, just is dead because she was driving to go perform somewhere and uh, she happened to pass through the wrong neighborhood. Well, just about the same as having a crane fall on you. Yeah, that thing in New York? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep, shit happens. Try not to be there when it happens. Yeah, shit happens because there's no more adults and everybody running the infrastructure is poorly trained and it's just copying somebody else, copying somebody else, copying somebody else. And like a game of telephone, uh, safety is the first thing to go out the window. Well, in down times, people don't pay for things like trees or infrastructure. It's not, not the down's artificial. This whole thing is like, everything's artificial. It's all made up. There is no up. There is no down. It's all just a confidence game, and you can tear trees down and get paid to do it for your job. That that's something that exists. It has nothing to do with the overall economy. People. Well, because excuses. infrastructure is viewed as something you can put off. That's yeah, optional. Uh, union pay and uh, pensions you have to fund. Uh, fuck everyone, dude. Like seriously, right up the, right up the butthole. Yes. Uh, I'm kind of expecting to get pushed out of work. Oh, really? Because of the pay thing? Everybody's a dick? Probably, but I've got a long enough contract that they have to keep paying me through to my pension fully vesting, so I don't really care. Yeah, and you didn't want this job anyway. Well, I am getting a shitload of money for doing... No, no, you like the money of... part, but remember when we talked about it when we first did, you're like, yeah, they're going to pay me an obscene amount of money, and I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it for the money. Now they're going to they take it away, so be it. You've got a bunch of shit ton of money into the job for, what, three years? Oh, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. I've, to me, that's the best of both worlds, and you always you know, know you have another job. If you had to, like just like Adam could go to Jimmy Kimmel's writer room, uh, you could probably go run that foundation for your wife or start it back up again or something. I'm sure there's something. Oh, well, new- that's still all being done. But I'm sure you I'm do not, that. But- you, you go back to archiving. You go back to security or planning. No, I'll go, go back being a cop somewhere else. It seems like you have more options than that. Well, but, you know, at the level I'm at, Top I pay. probably wouldn't, I don't know. But, yeah, so I expect that's going to happen because, God, shit has to change because there's just so much shit going on and a new boss who's kind of a bad boss. But well, uh, People fail upwards. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's for sure. Well, that's and I, a... Yeah, because I didn't want... And that's the thing. I could have applied for this job. They kind of had me doing it in the interim, and I don't want to be the, that boss. Yeah, I think, did we talk about that too when you were doing it for a minute, where you were in a weird position you didn't like to be in? Kind of. Yeah, okay. Uh, but, so- uh, yeah, now I'm getting paid more than, I, I'm pay, being paid substantially more than he is. The other, the other death thing besides the Corona sister, this is a little bit weirder. 
there was some fan who made a cartoon of Silent Bob and Jay crying next to Alan Rickman's tombstone. And then uh, a guy I follow who follows me back on Twitter, I respect. He's kind of in line with the host of Defocus, like that type of a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do really likes him. And you probably Nick Robinson. And he like he retweeted somebody's tweet. They're like, fucking disgusting. And then like he was like in agreement, like, ugh. And it was like, uh, I, I didn't know that. I, didn't, I was like, okay, whatever. And I heard Kevin Smith's uh, Smodcast, which I don't even talked about here yet. Uh, it was amazing. Him and uh, Scott Moser talked about uh, Rickman. Apparently, Alan Rickman loved Kevin Smith and, like, would come see him live. And, like, when he came to town and, like, his wife would come over and he would call up and talk to Kevin's wife on the phone and ask about the kids and ask how everyone was doing all the time. And he was, like, this really nice friend. And Kevin Smith never wanted to bother him or get in his way. And he, like, regrets that he didn't spend more time with him, even though he's, like, the only person he ever spent time with outside of anything of his other movies. And he just talked about how close they were. So at least he, everybody on the internet gets to have an opinion about how gross it is that some fan who knows more about their relationship than the cat than the even the most hardcore listener like myself knows, has uh, seen all the movies and knows all the commentaries until Kevin actually talks about it himself and he doesn't even mention the, the person people give him a hard time because I don't think he even saw it, but it's just this weird thing of like he's completely uh, unaware that people are making fun of him for mourning his friend who's not allowed to be his friend because he's Kevin Smith and he's gross and Alec Rickman's cool and he's not gross. And I saw a picture posted of the Smith family, and it would seem that his wife caught whatever Nikki, whatever happened to Nikki Cox ten years ago, five uh, years ago. Hey, how dare you? Uh, I don't know. I, 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 I'll, I don't have anything bad to say about him. I'm happy for him, even though I've heard bad well, he things. Well, looked, he looked remarkably good. Yeah, he's like, uh, he went off sugar because that movie fed up. It, like It made him stop uh, sugar. It looked like she got shot in the face with many blow darts filled with uh, body filler. I, I, I don't know. I feel like... Or uh, possibly industrial silicon caulk, caulking. I feel like everybody's way too unfair on women, especially as they age, especially as they age in that town and uh, where there's weird pressures, uh, especially over the last 15 years when all these different fillers and things came into play that were supposed to be temporary and weren't supposed to augment you completely. And we're proving that a lot of that stuff wasn't actually true, and it is leaving some permanent changes. So I, I don't know. I, I, it's a really weird position to be in. But I, I just, from what I understand, they're not the best people, and they do mean things. They fucked over Adam. And the other guy I know who used to be an intern for Adam, whose friend moved and worked for him and had that whole weird thing we talked about. So I don't know. I don't have anything bad to say. He is not the most likable person in the world. I enjoy hearing him talk. And I can't listen to anything he says. Uh, do you have anything you hate this week? Uh... Well, I finally had to drop that Eli the tech guy because as a YouTuber, all he's allowed to do is talk about YouTube. We all saw your tweet. And he just keeps, he will have a 55 minute, well, this is now quote podcast. It's the audio feed of his, uh, him yell, ranting at a camera. Um, and he will like, he'll make his argument. Then he'll make the same art. He'll talk. Then he'll talk about something else for a bit. Then he'll talk, make the same argument again. Mm-hmm. Then he'll make the same argument again mm-hmm. and again and again and again mm-hmm. and say the same things again and again and mm-hmm. again. And it really is just painful. All right. But so, yeah, I'm dropping that. And also, I can't listen to four hours a week of someone complaining about YouTube. Apparently, that's not all he does, but that's all he's been doing. I'm going even deeper into Linus Tech Tips on YouTube. And this guy's like 29. He's fucking rich as shit. And it's funny to see him in uh, what I call uh, sober, politically correct Dune, his sidekick, uh, the chubby Canadian version of Dune. 
uh, just handsome as facial hair, I guess. But uh, he, uh, he, like, they had a comment recently. They're like, especially if the Canadian dollar took a hit, uh, we're suddenly poor now. And I was like, oh shit, they did have a million dollars. They just got reduced by thirty. That's fucked up. Uh, unless they're getting paid in American dollars with American sponsorships. Uh, uh, some of them are, but, but according to them, they, there was like this weird little moment where they had. They have, they have the uh, show they do, which is called like the Wan Show, I think, Weekly Access News or something like that. And it's on YouTube, but it is a podcast. And I've been listening, I've been watching that a lot. It puts me to fucking sleep like a motherfucker. But it's like my huggy bookie, I guess. All I've been doing is on YouTube watching. Oh, what is it? It's some kind of LA-based dog rescue mm-hmm. where they're rescuing stray dogs. Usually, oddly, usually pit bulls. God, I can't be so good at that, man. These fucking cats here are fucking... When I move, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Just leave them here to die? Or do I take them into a no-kill shelter and say they're bonded, don't separate them? Cats? There's these two cats in the alley back here. I've been feeding them for since I've been here over a year. One of them was hit by a truck. It's a, it was an orange one, and then it had like a, a brother or sister, and that was stomped to death by some guy. It was horrible. And then there was a, a gray one, and a gray one's brother or sister, and the gray one was hit by a truck. And now so there's this gray one that's healthy, and its sibling's dead. And there's this orange one that was hit by a truck, and its sibling's dead, and its leg's fucked up. And so I think its leg healed wrong, and like you can't really see out of its eyes well. And uh, they're feral, kind of, but then they're also kind of, they, they want to rub up against you, but I don't want weird cat worms. So I just go spend a couple of So bucks. you're turning into Mark Marin. No, I know. Somehow they've infected me with their weird uh, fucking cat parasite, and they've like convinced me to, like, it is your idea to come feed us. <laughs> it's not our idea. You thought of it. You're in the store buying cat food feeling guilty. So <laughs> they must, like, pissed in my juice or something somewhere. Uh, but yeah, I've been, I've been, you know, I spend, like, you know, a good 10 bucks a month on them. So I've been watching a lot of rescues of basically yeah cowering these dogs into a corner getting them leashed and then cleaning them up i feel like i wouldn't even need to cower them i feel like even if they were barking i would just step right back to them if they fucking lunged at me fucking fist in their throat then i fucking hug them as i pull on their tongue and they let go and then i fucking wrestle them to the ground and then i just fucking do that weird uh temple grandin thing where i just hug them on the floor and uh, kind of choke them a little bit I'm, I'm like oh, an and of course, lots of fail videos, and uh, apparently there's a local dash camera, so I've been watching a lot of bad drivers of Vancouver. There's yeah, that dash cam footage. What did I see? I saw some or some other. It was dash cam footage of that chick who had the spider fall and she jumped out of her car. I guess I'd never seen that. Or I haven't seen it in years. Or like a spider was like hanging over and she jumps and runs out of her car with her kid left inside the car. No, I've never seen that. Oh my god, you have to see it. Some dash, some guy's driving, and then some chick runs out of a car. Apparently, she got prosecuted. And all this, and people knew about it. Happened a few years ago. And you see her run out, and her car goes across into the other lanes of traffic, still moving, and with the baby in the back seat, all because a spider was falling on her. Okay. Guess Good, what race? Guess what race she that, was? That's that's an appropriate reaction. Uh, I want I person. <laughs> you racist piece of shit. Uh, I, I hated Harmontown one eighty three. It was they try to tell a midget he has white privilege. <laughs> and okay. the, the midget believes it. He's like this young college student actor, and he gets on stage, and he has to talk about his own white privilege and what he's had to address in life and how he's privileged because he's white, and then he has, like, midget privilege. It's like, oh, you, you are so f- – like, if, if oh, man, I wish there was a you're god. You're the one listening to Harmon Power I, I, or Harmon Town, and I you're wish, empowering him. I wish there was a god to, like, hold them up and go, no, no, you are implying that a person born – of this has more privilege than a fucking eight foot tall black man. <laughs> oh, oh god, it's so funny. Uh, fight. Let's see what else I hate. I hated uh, never not funny. Seventeen twenty five with Cristela Alonso. 
I'm glad her TV show got canceled. She seems to be a terrible person. They ask her about making a murder, and she's like, no, I already know all about it. I don't want people so obsessed with it. I saw a special on it like five years ago, and I've seen all sides of it, and I already know everything about it. And then like they start saying stuff, and then she doesn't know anything at all about it. Well, Amelia was quite a fan of hers. He knows her personally. That's why. Maybe she could have got hooked him up with a job, but now she's have a TV show. He doesn't have to kiss her ass anymore. Emilio, I don't know where he is. MIA. I miss Podquart so fucking much. I would think they're dead. Uh, I talked to Caesar just his birthday, so happy birthday, Caesar. Uh, I think he's 28 now. Okay. He acts like he's a... He should start acting like his age, then. He is. He's fucking all adult. He doesn't even talk to me anymore, so that's one of the first steps, I guess. <laughs> Second step to maturity, get Giovanni out of your life. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I don't really have my... Oh, I've got a couple updates. Uh, Extra Hot Great has released is releasing new podcasts. Uh, they're doing one called, apparently I didn't write it down, like Making the Sausage, which is just kind of, oh, so here's, what do PAs do? Uh, so they're kind of doing a behind-the-scenes Hollywood-type thing. Um, and also Serial has been putting out some Season 1 updates because right. there's been the Anand Sayed uh, hearings going on which I don't quite know what to make of, but so there have been updates for that, should you happen to have missed it. Okay. Uh, Cinema Addicts Week 5 and Week 6. This is not my also rants. I'm just listening to some shows are out. Uh, really good. Week 5 was strong. It was Hail Caesar and Pride and Prejudice with, and Zombies and Misconduct. And this week it is Deadpool. And uh, Anderson talks about us trying to get the clip in a Deadpool of uh, Loveline, he mistakes that it was the Gwen Stefani clip. No, what I was telling him was actually it's Gwen Stefani's Holla Batgirl, which was supposed to play instead of Shoop, and then it's supposed to change to Loveline, just any Loveline of Dr. Drew talking. They had none specified. But so he said he misspoke on the episode because he was remembering it wrong. And if anybody heard that, I just wanted them to actually have clarity of what we were actually looking for. And then what I was looking for was just the uh, Ryan Reynolds love lines. So it would be, uh, we're here tonight with Ryan Reynolds, Trailer Howard from Two Guys and Girl Pizza Place. And it, that I would come on really quick and be like, oh, not of the audience. But uh, he had a uh, less than enthused review of Deadpool, but he was trying to be nice about it. And so did his co-host. So now I'm feeling a little hesitant to what's going to happen with the movie. Well, Anderson likes shit weird movies. We so had the that same, might be we had, a good sign for Deadpool. We had the same reaction to Guardians of the Galaxy. We both love James Gunn. Okay. But maybe that's because he likes James Gunn and is willing to overlook things. Uh, Josh Brolin was on The Nerdist. I probably should have put it on my also-rans. But he has them explain what a podcast is, but he knows what a podcast is. And then he's like overly ass-kissy to them. But he was super great guest. But it's just, I, I, they're so bad. They're so bad. They're so bad. Yeah, and I remember when he was a nobody who was on, oh, God. Wasn't he on Loveline promoting the... The Celebrity Re- Grand Prix. No, the re-release of uh, Goonies and the commentary he recorded. I think he may have mentioned part of it, but no, he was there for the Toyota Celebrity Grand Prix, and that's what he was promoting at the time. Yeah, which is where actors go for the 10-year period where they're radioactive and no one wants anything to absolutely do with them. Uh, what's his While face? they slowly learn how to actually be actors. Patrick Dempsey. Pretty much, yeah. That 10-year period, where, yeah. Where they stopped being a teen heartthrob sensation and actually have to realize, oh, I might actually have to learn how to act. How did this get made? The Apple Live with Andy Richter. Another fucking live episode. Just terrible. Why do they do these? Uh, they even ruined Because Andy they Richter. make money. Okay, great. Go make money. But, it, ma- it, but it, it makes for a horrible podcast, so everyone should stop listening to the podcasts. 
which means that no one would go to the live shows. But because people don't stop listening to podcasts, they keep fucking doing them because they make money. Uh, so after pods covering, you must remember this. Let's see what else is going on. Uh, they premiered the new Ace on the House this week uh, with uh, Ray and Eric Stromer, but they recorded it before the regular episode and released afterwards, which made for not quite the best arrangement, and they probably should remedy that in the future. Uh, there was a little bit of slag from Stephanie towards Allison Bedell while talking about Allison going after haters online and how she's supposed to just let them say bad things about her and not be involved. She did make some good points, and it was, it was valid, but it's always funny when there's a cat fight. It is better to just ignore people. Yeah, I, I you know. And I, mute them. I guess if they are saying things like, oh, she always looks this way, or they're always doing that, or their podcast is terrible, or I hate this about it, uh, I, I get that stuff. is like, okay, it's opinion, and it's offensive and mean. But there's certain stuff like my shit where it's like, oh, yes, Loveline Torn's great. It's like, no, here's what you're doing when you're downloading this. You're stealing all of my life's work, and you're helping this person who's wrote these things to me. And that person goes, well, he said this to me via the email, and I sent it to Bob Bryan to try to get him in trouble. But Bob Bryan didn't even get him in trouble because they don't care. Yeah, pretty much no one cares. But how could Bob Bryan get me in trouble? Because a guy emailed me and told me that uh, I need to stop spoiling intros. And I said, that's really not the best way to talk to somebody. I'll try to change intros for you, no problem. And then there's magically a, a review on iTunes within 48 hours that says the exact same phrasing of his email. And I was like, you stupid. And I ran back, you stupid piece of shit. How dare you fucking contact me? I hope your fucking family dies. And I'm the bad guy. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, because you, you go after people. Yeah. You don't let things you don't th- let things lie. And, I don't let people get away with thinking like they're top dog. Everybody, everybody wants to burn down your house, piss on you, and run away. And when you piss on me, I cut your dick off. That's what happens. Yes, and Gio, how well has that gone for you so far? I've never been in jail. I've never committed a crime no, like these but, people. But life-wise, happiness-wise, how, well, how's that going for you? I'm never How's it gonna, working out for you? I don't think I'm ever going to be happy. And I don't, I don't yell at people who I work with, and I don't have a history of abusing people like my coworkers. So I, I'm the only people that could get on me or people, customer service agents maybe, I've ever met. Maybe try changing up the way you, you react to things. Maybe ha- see if you get a better result. Uh, okay, well, I don't, I don't know what the way to react is when somebody's ruining your life's work and stealing all credit for it. Uh, ignoring them, not going off, and making it a nuclear event. Well, that's something we're going to talk about. Podcast one, uh, because of the piracy that's been reported as one of the factors, and because they want to do a, a subscription model, which they've always wanted to do, Classic Loveline, the website, is now behind a paywall, and everything but the RSS feed is, and Anderson has no info. He's wrote to me. He said, hey, just don't freak out. So I haven't, and I already wasn't going to. I'm not going to react. And he's like, hey, so I assume uh, my guy's going to go and talk to them, but I assume you're going to walk if we go behind a paywall and they're not going to be paying you. And I was like, frankly, I don't have the self-esteem for that at all. And the whole reason we're going behind a paywall is part of the machinations of these pirates who stole this. They wanted to go behind a paywall, so then they had a reason to pirate, and they could pirate everything, and then they could remove me from my official duties hosting because it makes their dick small thinking about me finally getting something in life I earned because they hate me so much because the world has to have crazy people that hate strangers they've never met who get to have some tiny little little morsel of uh, notoriety or respect for the saving an IP and a brand. And going out of their way to do it. And doing it for free, mind you. And, and you know, uh, suffering for all the sins of everybody before me. But whatever. So uh, the show might be gone forever. And I don't know what my role is. And they don't even know they don't pay me. Which uh, listener K2 has told me that it's actually illegal. And they could actually be fined uh, five or six times the amount it would have cost them to pay me $50 per episode so far. So it would have been like $13,000 to pay me for 60, 80-hour weeks. And instead... It's harder for the... U- it's- I, it's because of the contract status things. Well, freelance. You can be freelance. I'm freelance. And, but, 
But since you're, even, it's kind of hard since you're, I don't know about the specific laws. Well, they, they pay Anderson. that you're in another state. I guess that they pay Anderson to, as part of his normal fee, his salary. So it's this weird thing of like, how is, how is, is Anderson supposed to cut out por- part of his normal salary to pay me? Uh, what the portion I do on this job? How's that how his responsibility? How the fuck is he salaried? What else does he do? He's the technical producer of Loveline for 16, 17 years. But what else does he do? He produces he... sex with Emily, publishes most of the shows on the network and the feed. He puts most of the stuff out. They depend on him to do all the tech stuff that all the other employees So he's just a Podcast do. One employee now. He doesn't do anything with... He doesn't have a Podcast One email address. So that's a weird thing. It's like, I, I don't know how it works, but he doesn't even have an email. He doesn't, he's not a company man, so he can't even report on them. So... Okay. It's, it's really upsetting. And everybody's mad at me coming after me like, oh, Giovanni got greedy, blah, blah, blah. Then you look at the negative I, I, iTunes reviews. There's now four of them that are one or two stars, and they all say terrible things about me. But it's, uh, it's, I think it's 619 to four. So it's basically 100 to one. And then uh, the actual written reviews, it's 405 versus four negative. So it literally is 100 to one. So it's one of these things where, if, as much as it makes me angry that they get to, it's like they get to ding my car and call me a pussy. Uh, but then a hundred other people, for, for every one of them, does the opposite. So it's this weird thing of like, how perfect can you ask for? Nothing's perfect. If it's a hundred to one, you, you, you've completely outweighed and outbalanced them on the scales of justice. But it's, I don't like the fact that somebody gets to ding me and gets to say, ha ha, and they think this. Just, even Drew on the latest episode of This Life, uh, his podcast with. Uh, Fucking Bob Forrest. They they go yeah. Off air, we were talking about finding people's IP addresses and showing up on their doorstep and not assaulting them, just asking them really what their problem was. And then Drew goes, they tried this on a reality show and people just doubled down because there was a camera and they just got even meaner about being a bully on the internet and it's not going to work. But they were literally talking about tracking people down by their IP address because of this bullshit. So it's not just me. It's it's this weird thing of nobody wants some little pussy to be able to label them and cha- do this. But everybody gets has it. Like even you, you're still in contact with what's her uh, big fat cunt and her stupid faggot uh, boyfriend guy, and he put uh, my legal pictures of my Twitter feed on Storify, not the links to the tweets, the pictures, which isn't even part of Storify's con- terms of service, and they refused to take it down, even though I was yelling at him because he was trying to fuck two of the women I was sleeping with before and after, not at the same time, I don't cheat on women, but he tried to, he tried to interfere in two relationships, and it successfully did so in both, and then sent me pictures of his naked daughter pooping on the side of the road. So I, I went off on him on Twitter when he was trying to tell some other show what to do, and I didn't like him as a person, and I was sick of him trying to trample over my fucking dick all the time. And so then he puts it up there, like, oh, I don't know why this guy went crazy on me. But meanwhile, there's these emails and text messages I have where he's trying to sleep with these two different women that I was sleeping with while he's in a relationship. And it's just, it's just one of these things that's like, oh, you took, like, street bullshit and put it on the internet like a fucking pussy. Like, if, if somebody's trying to fuck your girlfriend and they beat you up, you don't go cry on the internet about it. Okay. Uh, anything else podcast-related? Well, that's podcast related. I don't. I don't think you should talk to those people. They're not going to afford you a seventy-five dollar pie. Or if, if you do talk to them, you should tell them to take that fucking storify thing down. Fucking pussy piece of shit. This is what I'm saying. They love to like take your face and name and degrade it somehow. And I'm going to hurt you in some way because you made me feel bad. And I'm a soulless human being that just wants to take and take and eat and consume. And I shouldn't have children. And I'm garbage. Oh, it's just. Uh, so Ken Reed was on Douglas movies. Did you listen? I listened. It's not a very good show. They don't actually do the Leonard Malton game anymore. What game do they do? Movie to build a title? Uh, no, they don't do that. The Last Man Stanton is the main game now. Oof. And they did some very 
one that didn't work well about he gives the first line or the last line of a movie and you're supposed to be able to tell what it is. Uh, shoot me. Uh, so it's not a very, it's been a long time since, I probably have not listened since the last time Ken Reed was on. I can't say it's improved. Although Ken, well, Ken did well. I'd rather listen to Ken's show than listen to him on another show when it's so inferior to his own program. He has, by this point, recorded his comedy special at Nerd Melt. And has recorded on a podcast that I would have, and have, don't know how secret it is, but one that I would have wanted him to be on. Wanted for him to be on. Operative word. I want him to be on. Okay. So uh, hopefully that will be released. I don't know, sometime within five to seven months. One within five, seven months. Yes, hopefully. When's pilot season? And it might be over two hours, just guessing. Just guessing. This this is kind of pilot season. That might fuck up the f- future recordings, I'm guessing. I don't know. Anyways, uh, so that was a podcast. Uh, ben Schwartz was also on it, as well as, I don't know who Noelle Wells is, but she seems to have been abducted and kidnapped by her father. Oh. Which led to some interesting conversations around the movie The Room, which everyone had seen and wanted to talk about, which freaked her out. And uh, Neil Brennan was also on. Uh, I like me some Ben Schwartz. He is good. Unfortunately, all the others were there. Yeah. Um, So that was one of my contenders. I can't say that, uh, uh, although Doug Love's movie is really much easier to listen to when you can just do a double tap on your microphone and uh, get it to skip forward 30 seconds. Well, that's not a bad move. Uh, my also runner is Roderick 188, uh, Meth. I have 187 and 188 on mine, so the nicest oubliette yep. and Meth. I have the Fight Companion from the Joe Rogan Experience from February 6th on there as well, and the Four-Year-Old Boy, episode 39, year 8. No, oh, how's he fucked up his life this time? Nothing, just to record with mechs. And then I'm going to throw on there, even though it wasn't my favorite as much as, as good as the last one, uh, OG Kings with Kingsplaining, which is, let's see here, episode, I have it listed, douchebags, come on, come on, whose dick do I have to suck to see the right screenshot, you cocksucking bitch, oh, see, I'm still going, Max, it's not going, uh, season two, episode ten, which I don't know if it's the last episode of the season or if they're going to go more, I think they only did ten last time, right? I think so. Uh, 2-9 was epic. This had a little bit of carryover from that. It was rather short. I think it was only like 23 minutes, 24, eh, somewhere around there. It was, uh, it was a good one. Okay. Uh, I've also got Roadwork, uh, number 19, Space Lizard. So that's Dan Benjamin and John Roderick. Quite a good episode. Uh, so top five. Uh, you want to go first? Uh, sure. My number five is Extra Hot Great number 104, A Little Taste, where they're just doing a good game on, with, I guess, three listeners and past game submitters on um, theme songs. And I did remarkably well, because I'm very close in age to Dave Cole, who made the game. So I knew pretty much every damn one. I would have dominated this motherfucker. And I really liked it. All right. So you're number five. For crying out loud, there are no perfect ones, uh, which this is the one with a little bit of the, the drama with uh, Hammer and Nails and Lynette and Stephanie talking about shitty online people and comments. And uh, Stephanie tells Lynette it was a mistake. She weighed in on Reddit when the people were telling her she was drunk when she wasn't. And that's tied with the After Disaster 320. Just Anderson and Carano trying to talk about the thing that Mike doesn't want to talk about, the death of his sister and how horrible it is. 
beautiful episode. Amazing Anderson showing how good of a friend he is to Mike. Uh, just them talking. Okay. And being angry at trees. Yeah, well, they joke about that. Karan's uh, like, I hope I don't fucking turn into somebody who's just angry at trees forever. And then uh, Anderson brings up all people that died from falling trees in like the uh, frontier times. And it's uh, it's a weird mix. I don't know if it's better or worse than having a crane falling on you in your car while you're drinking a coffee parked out on the street. I, I don't think there's Probably a better or worse. Than, yeah, it's about the same. It's metal versus wood. It, it's just, it's fucking both somebody's error. It's somebody's fucking mistake. So that's the fucked up part. As it's not like, oh, it's a freak accident. You couldn't see it coming. It's like, no, no. All of these people saw it coming. And that's why they have crane maintenance. And they have rules about cranes and weather and all kinds of things. Just it's not really a freak accident. It's infrastructure collapse. So my number four, top scallop number eight, a potato sack full of a potato sack of lobster tails, um, which was quite a good show. Um, they're not talking too much about Top Chef, but um, quite like it. I still have my That's phone. It. I haven't listened yet. Okay, um, you should watch. Well, watch Top Chef and watch it. It's a good show. I don't think I have time to watch anything. I, I watched Flash, which I can probably talk about in a minute. Uh, then my number four is This Life, uh, Dr. Drew and Bob Forrest. Number 14, Jake Fogelnest, who's a big fan of the show. Super fun, all-over-the-place episode. Just really great. Just this, really, this life coming into its own as its own podcast with its own voice, its own f- sense of fun. Uh, congratulations to Susan Pinsky. She's the hell of a producer, and she's about to hit 100 episodes on calling out the podcast that every network canceled and she kept alive. And that's tied with Comedy Bang Bang 399. Because bitches love to talk about psychics and shit. They do. Uh, Comedy Bang Bang 399, Gilbert Gottfried. It's his first appearance on the show. He was just on another show this week where he repeated a lot of these same one-liners and statements, which kind of hurts it. But still, he was so fucking funny, he never stopped laughing the entire time at everything Scott Alkerman did or said, which made Scott seem funnier. And then they had James Adomian on, this other guy who do Bernie Sanders and Trump. And he was laughing his ass off at that. And then he was talking about jacking off to a teenage Miley Cyrus when he guessed on her show. Uh, it's really horrible. And he's like, he's like yeah, she, then I'm going to tell her about it. She's going to tell me she was seven at the time. And then he, he brought it back. He said the same line on their show, though, as well. So I kind of heard it. But just a really funny episode. One of the best comedy bang bangs I've ever heard. So is This Life a podcast one with the standard shitty podcast one ads? Uh, I don't know if it's – I guess it is on podcast one. I don't, I don't remember any ads. So, I don't remember hearing any pills, ads. mattresses, and scam, uh, the general scammers. I don't remember hearing any ads. Okay. But it's podcast one, so it has to have shitty podcast I, one ads. I don't know if it is. I, I, I guess it is. I want to say it is, but I think it's just Susan Pinsky produced. Maybe it's outside of all the networks. Okay. Uh, so my number three is actually two. Uh, TV Guidance Counselor 131, Jan Davidson, and 132, Chris Duffy. I uh, really like the Chris Duffy one. I happen to have just finished listening to it, so that probably helps. Um, always really like uh, Ken's shows. Some weird things come out in 132 that I hadn't realized. Um, but so, so you, you get a little peek behind the Ken's kimono for some family life stuff. Well, I'm, I'm getting caught up, so I can't wait to hear it. Yes. Uh, so you're number three. Anna Ferris is unqualified. Number 13, Adam Carolla. I guess he came over to her house. Uh, she fed them. They had mangria. Then they hung out and did, uh, checked out her tennis court. Then they drank more. Then they recorded the podcast for an hour and a half. It was fantastic. And isn't it weird how she went from being the famous one to he went to being the famous Part one? of that sexism thing where it's like you're young and hot and then he, he was overweight and he lost weight and then now he's the 
star of everything. It just go. It's it's part of that thing. It's you got to look a certain way at a certain time, and you get jobs. She got famous for having black hair. She doesn't have black hair, and it was in that role, that weird look when she was essentially mimicking fucking Nev Campbell from Scream in Scary Movie, which was the original title of Scream that they used for the parody film. So it's it's just the look and right time, right place type thing. She's actually from Washington State. She's from where kind of where I live. And I think only my age, a couple years older. And then she, like she hints it like on her bio for the show, she talks about being like a raver and stuff. And it's like, oh, she probably was in a lot of places I was at or my friends were at at the same time. And it's like, wow, somebody who did a bunch of ecstasy and hung out and partied in Washington can actually have a life and do things in the world. It's, when, it's like when I found out uh, the comedian from The Watchmen went to my junior high. And I was like, oh, he walked down the same halls I did. Jackie Earl Haley? No, no. That was, uh, that was uh, Warshak. The comedian is uh, the guy that's now playing oh, Megan. Jeffrey Dean, Dean Morgan. Morgan. I wanted to say, wanted to say Stanton. And he, went to, he was in the same in-school suspension as me. He was like, oh, shit, that's so crazy. Uh, so that was just, it was, I don't know. I really like her podcast. I really like her vibe. She seems to be a really nice person. She takes calls from listeners, which I didn't like. I was the weakest part of the show, but it was still really good. And Adam was just telling everybody to grow up. And then she was yelling at Adam, and she's like a huge fan of Corolla, so it was nice. And her co host is this dude who's pretty decent. And Adam called him gay, and then he said he was straight. It was fun. Yeah, that was good. Okay. Uh, my number two is Defocus number 82, where they, uh, that's Fear Factor Frontier, where they talk about The Revenant, which just seems like a horribly bad movie. It's not. It's, all the hipsters hate it. It's hate the white well, man era. It's not a movie that I would like. I don't, I, I don't know. It's not. It's not my cup of tea either. It's, I don't like the period, and I don't like some of the. What I don't like is the politics they forced in there, where he has like a Native American son who's like a half breed, or he's a racist. So like they were trying to appeal to these fucking hipster douchebags who are now in just full on, oh fuck you, white guy mode. It's, it's so it's so obvious and transparent, and it doesn't make you a hero. And go fuck yourself. Get this guy a fucking Academy Award. What does Leonardo DiCaprio have to do to fucking deserve the highest honor of his profession? The guy's amazing in every fucking movie he's in since he was a fucking kid. Give him a fucking award. Shut up. Hasn't he won things before? Not an Academy Award. He's, he's like the Susan Lucci of the Academy Awards. It's like, how many fucking great movies can he be in? It's like, there's only so many roles he can play before they're all going to be terrible. And you didn't give him one for this one. You didn't give him one for that one. You didn't give him one for that one. Come on now. I just hope this pie comes because I want to go see Hail Caesar today. I hope the fucking pie comes so you can fucking eat it and I can hear you eat it and I can fucking feel bet- better. That too. But I want to see Hail Caesar. That's why I couldn't see it yesterday because of fucking pie. I said I feel better. I said feel bad. And like to me, feel bad is feeling better than feeling horrible. I just want to feel bad instead of terrible. So you're number two. Uh, my number two is Burtcast 160, Adam Carolla. He came to Muhammad. So instead of Adam Carolla coming up to the man cave, he came to Adam's place, asked him all the questions. I've been waiting to hear him ask for 15 years about the X show and the confusion about the emails. And Adam brought that part up and. Oh, fuck, it solved so much fucking historical FX drama in my life. You have no idea. And Bert, in the intro, he's like, all these years I thought Adam Carolla hated me. Turns out he didn't even know who I am. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, and Gio, that's a better way to live. Model that aspect of Adam Carolla. I, I would love to. There's a lot of things I'd love to about, but it was not. Adam had no reason to hate Bert. Uh, it was, if anything, it would just be for misunderstandings. And- no, it's the not knowing they exist. Well, but, pretend they don't exist. But I would want to no, know that no. Bert exists. That's not something of Adams I would want. I'd want to know about Bert Kreischer. He's a really talented guy. And if Adam knew about him, he would. I don't know. Uh, that's tied with Sketchy episode one ninety nine, which is Emma Lisa, the uh, production from Dino Stamatopoulos, Charlie Kaufman, and Dan Harmon studio. Uh, really good breakdown of the film, which I haven't seen yet because I'm not going to pirate it. I'm going to wait till I can get it legally. And uh, I hope it's uh, they had mixed reactions, but. 
I hope it's everything they're talking about. Apparently it's a really graphic sex scene. I'm really excited to see for some reason. I don't know why. And then uh, their episode 200, The Simpsons. Uh, Sketchy covered The Simpsons. And apparently my episodes are going to air sometime. Uh, they were recorded before these, but whatever. Okay. Uh, my number one, then, is the In- Inconceivable Game Show number 29, which is, I think, called The Inconceivable. Uh, laser cars are really sweet. I uh, can't remember what the game was. I just really like this episode. I uh, don't remember a whole lot about it, but I guess I was in a game show mode. All right. My number one is uh, ACS 1754, came out today. Jay Moore and David Wilde making his 97th appearance on the show. Uh, oh God, that's just so much I couldn't stand all in one package. Really fun all episode. They need, all they would need to do is put in Matt Ashity. Brian's on fire. Really funny, this one. Gina, oh, that's too bad. Someone should put him out. Gina had some great, Gina had some great comments, too. And that's tied with the miscellaneous, advent, uh, miscellaneous adventures from the world of Mike Carana, 127. Uh, Mike wanders around the Hollywood Forever Cemetery and talks about his sister's death about a week after it happened. Uh, poignant, hilarious, sad, little like TMI at certain spots, but then you thank him for the TMI, and then you just feel bad, and he's almost near crying so many times. You can hear his voice break, and it's just a man trying to process all this weird, complicated stuff, and it just it's like, thank God I don't have siblings. I don't know how I'd process any of that, especially if I love them and care about them. I know. I don't know how anybody does anything, man. How do you even have a connection with another person unless they're family? And even if they are, they're just going to disappear and die on you. Yeah. So I guess that's not I don't know. I don't know what to add to it. Answer the big questions for me. I am a bit of a monster, apparently. Why? I don't know. I'm an uncaring, unfeeling monster. You're glad his sister's dead? No. All right. Then I don't think you're a monster. No, me. Oh. I get accused of being an uncaring, unfeeling monster. No, you were really sad about your mom. Shut up. And then you're, I know. You were really sad about your buddy who killed himself because he was gay. But, but I will not respond. It's more in that I get accused of not caring about other what other people are doing at all. And that I could sit beside someone for four hours and have only found out that, oh, they like cooking. Well, I could do that. And, and not know, no, but that'll be all I found out. But what about this, 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 and this from their lives? Well, it didn't come up. I'm a guy. I don't talk about things. All right. You're, you're the coolest dude. But I did, my racist neighbor, who was acting as package, possible package receiver on Friday, when the uh, pie was supposed to first come, um, called my, what did she call my wife? Uh, the nanny? <laughs> Yeah, and then a nurse. That's the thing. That's <laughs> your wife, the, like the super brain surgeons, fucking whatever she does, that she makes her a genius. Orthopedic surgeon. I know, I know. She, Currently, race car driver, orthopedic surgeon. Street, no street speed, uh, speed freak. Street fighter. Uh, she destroyed a car with a bat. But anyways, yeah. So her Friday was ruined, having to go speak with a racist neighbor. But then you try to spin it. Oh, they may have made bonding now. It's good. But then she had to go out her way to go do that. Then you had to go out your way, and then you had to deal with my fucking horrible DMs, where it's me spiraling out, just waiting to die. And then I called FedEx. Yes, and that was I, a it would be nice if instead of sending forty DMs uh-huh. with one word each, you could send one with all of them. There's no limit anymore. All right, Dune. That's what Dune complains about. I, I don't know. I, I like to send things as I think. Uh, it's, still, yeah. it's still on a FedEx vehicle for delivery. What time is it there? They're 1023? It's 1023. By noon. Oh, shit. I feel like are you, you still going to be there. Okay, I'm going to be here. How about uh, we break? It and... never comes by noon. All right, all right, all right. All right. It but... will be here, but it'll be here at 530. You're probably right because you're right about this whole thing blowing up my face, and I think I owe you $50 again somehow, which I'm never going to pay you. <laughs> 
Alfie. Uh, but how about if it I've does come by noon? FedEx delivery before n- noon. If it shows up in the next eighty minutes, we turn the mics back on. You open the box live on air. Okay. I want I, I want the pie unboxed on air if if we can. Like don't uh, I, I want you to open it and see how destroyed it is or how perfect it is, but then covered in maggots and mold and homeless guy shit. Well, it's been well. No, I just based on your calls to fedex i wonder if they might have pissed on it ah, it's gonna be sealed uh and then also uh, that woman deserved everything i said to her everybody over customer service is terrible the idea that when you call somebody you're like no i'm asking you a direct question don't yell at me sir well, I'm, not, I'm not yelling at you i'm asking you a direct question you're yelling at me and it's like listen you fucking cunt you want me to fucking yell at you i'll yell at you i do customer service all day i don't yell at people and people yell at me all day long i diffuse them and then i make them promise to be customers for life there's a really good way of being tactful and getting what you want and what the customer wants done and helping people and you could just say oh well it hasn't been delivered yet so we can't give you a refund and be like okay i did get one good african-american person on monday hey man i was just talking about customer service you're generally southern when I called up, because apparently everyone in Canada was on vacation. I'm, I'm just saying, you said African-American. I was just saying customer service. But it's funny that even my super liberal pussy dad says, if you get a black woman in customer service over the phone, she's not going to help you, and you're going to end up getting yelled at, and you're going to feel bad at the end of the call. And it's like, even he says that, and he's the biggest pussy on the planet. Where, as a Canadian, I always pick the African-American woman. I would, I would because, pick, I, I, don't, I, I would like to do that as well. Because I have, I have found from experience, now this is mostly in the West Coast, because uh, I don't go to the East Coast a lot. I don't seem to... Well, it's like, I'll be behind a person, a white American male, who will be getting absolute shit from this woman. And then I'll go up thinking, I'm going to get shit from this woman. And it's absolutely perfect. I don't know if it's the they can tell from the accent that Canadians aren't racist or they're reading body language or whatever. But I never have any trouble with any black customer service person. Only if they have, they have a problem in front of you. So it's them trying to go out of their way to show that they're actually a nice person after they have a blow-up argument with somebody else. That's a basic customer no, I've service had, trick. No, I've had that both ways. Oh, where yeah. and, but I've, I, get, I, get, I get shit from Whitey in the States. I don't oh. get it from the, from the blacks. Oh, they're just as bad. They're, I think it's proportionally even across the board. Some of the best customer service employees I've ever worked near were black women. But it's just the ones I speak to on the phone are amongst the worst. But it, maybe it's just abundance of them having those jobs for certain companies I deal with. It's all this math you can't really pinpoint down as you know, a, a rule. It's, it's all exception math. But everybody I work with is a piece of shit. Uh, we're losing customers left and right. All they do is complain about how nobody cares. They really don't. They just tell people they don't care. And they hang up on them. They walk away from them. They don't even listen to them telling their problems. That's all they want. But Gio, the call is recorded for customer service reasons. No, it's it's it's, it's not. It's, it's not. The only, thing, the only part of this customer service is the survey at the end. If you give a bad survey, you can actually get people fired for that. Uh, they, most companies use a five-phone uh, call survey system now. And you have to get a three-year hire on every single one just to meet expectations. You have to get a five-perfect score to pass. And then uh, if you get anything lower, they actually call everybody up for every time you get something lower and hear what they have to say. And if they say something bad about you, they terminate you. So that's how you Which actually Which is fired. strange because I've never gotten one of those for anything phone-based. Uh, well, it depends on your number, where you're calling from, and how. There's limitations on international stuff. If you have call blocking, call waiting, caller ID. And the then, only thing I tend to get is whenever I return something to Costco. They always are following up with an email saying, how did your return process go? Yeah, that's good customer service. And I made a complaint about the layout of the store Mm -hmm. 
because the way they have it is that the lineup for returns ends up going out the the exit door because they have room for about two people to return things and then you just kind of jam up the exit and i swear two day or the next week after making that noticing pointing out that really poor layout for this building they changed it <laughs> which see and then they ended up changing it back and changing it back again so so somebody in corporate probably got it they said change the layout then somebody locally said this is my layout i want it back to how i had it and there was an internal struggle between the local manager versus the corporate who got the complaint that's how these things work it's always a power trip from some little fucking midget dick asshole I just I can't I can't deal with it anymore. I don't, people shouldn't even have customer service jobs. It's just be all robots because there aren't they, they're not even able to reason. I I, I don't understand how customers deal with it. But, uh, it's I, all I do is I get letters every day telling them how great I am, and yet they still want to steal my job. It's it's I hate my life. So I don't really have anything else I can. I have the final say? Kevin tape right here. It's so funny. Right, I got down to the very last tape right before we recorded because I passed out for an hour and a half. We were supposed to record last night, and then I got violently ill out of nowhere. I passed out to like midnight. Then I woke up and I was working all night, uh, transferring tapes. And then I passed out at six a.m. and I fell asleep for like an hour and ten minutes, which put me right off schedule. I couldn't finish all the tapes before the recording. So now, as soon as we're done here, I have one more classic love line to record. But I'm gonna wait until you call me back to see if we can open the pie on air. What you really need to do is just have a regular sleep schedule. It's impossible with my job and all these other jobs I have to do. It's not, it's not going to work. But job work schedule generally is the same time, isn't it? Four, th- uh, 7 p.m. till 4 a.m. Sometimes I get stuck on uh, dildo calls till 5 or 6. And then they post out, uh, post out new episodes, which I'm supposed to have done then immediately. And I'm so far behind, which I don't want to get into. But then that takes me till 8, 9, 10 a.m., and then once, but why are you concentrating so much on tapes then? All the tapes go on the background. So it's this thing of I put the tape in, I start it, I save it. Overall, I can pretty much ignore it, but I still have to be Yes, but that distracts you every 45 minutes. Yeah, I know. And makes you just lose your train of thought and your work pro, your workflow. It's true, but it's just there's not – these tapes have to be done. So. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. They, re- they, they really don't. No, you it, want to do them. They don't have to be done. This one right here uh, – the Hewley's guy from eleven thirteen ninety eight. So I'm assuming it's D.L. Hewley, but it's also labeled Friday, which means it's not right because they didn't tape on Fridays with no first commercial. So we may not have that D.L. Hewley show. Now we have it. So now we can listen to some guy talk about a shitty sitcom that sucks. All right. Uh, so uh, we'll be back here in a few minutes if the f- stuff arrives. Okay. Bye-bye. For now. Let me, let me record. Do you want to record your engine to my end? Uh, I have my backup recorder. I don't have Skype going. I have the backup one going right now. Okay. Oh, I'm fucking up my keyboard. So, so you're unboxing it right now? Yeah, it just came like three minutes ago. How kicked and damaged is it? Does not appear to be moist. All right. Let me get on the other side. Seems to be okay. Does seem to be intact and okay and not pissed on. So that's a good sign. Yeah. So good taping job on the seams. That's the FedEx guy. He taped it for me. Okay. Does it actually say my postal code anywhere on the form you filled out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There it is. That's right. That's right. I can see where maybe. But he repeated to me and then he entered electronically. They don't go by the form. Okay. They go by their electronic codes. Okay. And anyways, the form, it was covered over. So Yeah. So they can't even look at the form. That's literally just and there also, to, for proof. That's they like an do evidence thing. by barcode. Yeah. Okay. And their computers and had the right one. 
And they kept confirming it as being okay. It is moist on top of the package, but it's raining. Okay. It's like it sprayed water all over my face. I put some paper in there, too, just in case they try to moisten it up. Yes, I'm just looking at it. You have a very odd address. Your city is, has a very odd name. Oh, yeah. Or your... Well... We're people of great humility. <laughs> I, th- I thought humidity. <laughs> Believe that Pie out. Does... Pie does seem to be intact. I told you! I fucking do it! I did it! Which it seems surprising. I knew it. It fit in there perfectly. It was like it was like God came down and was like, see this box the hot sauce in? I was like, yes, I do see that. It was like, see this frame the pie's in? Slide it in there, big boy. Just slide it right in there. And I was like, what? Oh, I take it the red wrapped stuff is special sauce. Yeah, the, 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 the bags in there, yeah. Oh, it's a bag. Okay. They come in like hobo oh. bottles. Yes, well. Because it's not, they don't want you to pay for the fancy ones. Yeah, well, they're so all I'm sold trying. out. I wanted the fancy ones; they're all sold out. Well, they do it special on New Year's. I guess they do like a special batch, it's like the deluxe pack. They do the the medium deluxe, and they do the, the hobo version, where they're fifteen bucks a bottle, and they come in a paper bag. Okay. They have labels. Are you drinking it? I'm prying it. Yes. <laughs> so it's hot, like the super hot. Uh huh. It has a little bit of flavor, like the original. But it's more like Capitillo. Yeah, it's got it's got a little hot and smoky in it, a little Asian in it, and a little something something in it. No, I'd I'd say it's super hot Tapatio. Okay. Um. See everything else is intact. So three bottles of the special. Yeah, that should be right. Cause I kept two, which I probably only okay. kept one because I only I've used about half of it, and I almost killed myself with diarrhea and crying. It does seem like Tapatio. That's if, interesting. If I, had... I like Tapatio Doritos, so I don't think I've had much Tapatio, but I, I've been eating it on everything, and it's going to kill me. And then it's also it was the same week that uh, all my boxers now have holes in them, all my sports boxers. So I was like, okay, finally got to replace the 2013 models. And uh, I go to the store to buy them, and I'm at Target. I'm like, four-pack? They come in a two-pack. I guess. Oh, four-pack. Cool. All right. You're being cool, jockey. All right, buddies. And I get all the way home, and I pull them out. I'm like, briefs? Who the fuck wears briefs? And I was like, all right, I guess I'm wearing briefs until these run out. And I've been trying to wear briefs for two days, and it's the worst ball and penis pain I've ever had in my entire life. And all the bottles, box one, seem to be intact. Are they bigger than the other ones? No, they're the normals. Are they this, that's supposed to be the five ounce. Are they bigger than the ones that uh, the special sauce is in? No, that's a five ounce. Ah, shit. No, it's the ten ounce would be the giant ones. Yeah, they don't have them on the website. No, they don't seem to have, not for the super hot yet. Oh. Although I thought I saw them on Amazon. Huh. Okay, well, I managed to have not sat on the pie so far, which is good. Why don't you uh, cut off a sliver with your MacGyver knife? Well, because I'm standing right now. It's at my desk. I'm going to have to reposition. All right. So you got uh, 27 bottles of hot sauce at five ounces apiece. What are we looking at there? Uh, what, 1,000? Uh, it will last a while. Put it that way. It's like over 1,100. Let me do the calculator math on I was trying to do it on my head and be fancy. Oh, and now my chair is sinking down. And our line's been kind of crackly. I just updated Skype, so I think it's fucking with us. Well, it's probably because I'm uploading the file. Ah, that's probably it. All right, so we have a 27x5. So you have, a, you have 135 ounces of hot sauce. 
Well, that'll last for a brief while. So that's like uh, that's like two big gulps full of hot sauce. And I'm not using a MacGyver knife. I'm Super using gulps. A cure shot knife. All right. Which is a nice one-handed. Uh, inspect for mold. Inspect for worms. Well, no, they're not going to come up. Mold doesn't come up that hard. And the real threat would be some kind of foodborne thing that's making a toxin, oh. like salmonella. Oh, yeah, it's not worth which, this uh, which you can't, um, once, the, once you've got toxin, it's um, in there. You can't cook it out. Bottom of the pie seems a bit wet. Uh, that's what she said. This is our podcast. It's noises of you chewing. <laughs> uh, take that chewing it and chewing. because yes, I love people eating on podcasts. That is a good pie. That's a good pie. All right, it's worth it. I could That's have... about the better pecan pie I've had. All right, good. Yeah, because I was gonna. I was like, I could just get him a shitty store pie. I was like, nope, I'm getting him a fancy pie. Uh, the crust on the edges is like the best thing I've ever had. I was like, wow, this is actually really good. Most crust I find to be like uh, almost yeah, like the a crust underneath has. I don't think fared well with age. All right, but that's a good pie. Maybe if you cut it out, put it on like a paper towel slice, then put it on a uh, plate that'll absorb some of the moisture. Well, it's just it soaked through. It's it's. It's a pie of a certain age. Let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, its ball sack hangs lower and its testosterone now just drops. realizing, I don't know what I've last used this knife for or when I've last cleaned it. <laughs> I've just eaten off of it. So uh, don't think I've stabbed a hobo with it. Your, your, your wife shows up. She's like, she's like, hey, Lax. She calls you Lax. Uh, get that knife from the kitchen I used to chop up those turds the other day. You're like, what? No, this is a pocket knife. Oh, okay. That's why, that's why it flicks out. Okay, so yes, it arrived by 11 o'clock, which is the earliest I've ever had anything. Uh, no apology from the weird, I think it was a woman. <laughs> so it's uh, six days uh, after I sent it, five days late. Uh, the pie probably would have been fucking, you probably would have jizzed and died if you ate it five days ago. So it's probably a blessing you're not dead. Uh, the hot sauce is there. You're not going to put hot sauce on the pie, even though I want you to. Really I'm, I'm not this. I'm not this sweet and hot type of person. No, I just want you to do something gross. I don't want you to actually enjoy it. I just well, feel like I, I want people do. I want to get my. I want to get bang out of this buck. I want you to put can hot sauce, can lax put hot sauce on it and eat it. I can put hot sauce in anything. I can just drink hot sauce. Let's make a YouTube show, and the first thing is going to be a VCR. But I'm not sure that the Gringo Bandito special would this year would be worth it because it just is like extra hot tapatio, eh. which I like. Tapatio is about my second favorite sauce. And okay. it's good because it's cheap. Well, uh, this one was expensive. So you got three bottles yeah. of it. And uh, I'm, it's going to be fun seeing, hearing you ration it out to the kids and the wife, meaning they get none. Uh, give give the wife see, a special my wife bottle. wife now had no part in receiving this package, so I don't <laughs> have to admit that it ever actually came. No, no. She showed up on Friday. Give her one special bottle and then give her, like, one regular hot bottle. Yeah. Okay. So I actually get to go see Hail Caesar then. I mixed reviews. Uh, Anderson and Greg said it's not uh, as bad as Lady Killers or Intolerable Cruelty, but those movies are. Well, I actually kind of liked both of those. They weren't great, but I liked, didn't dislike. Well, them. it's in that vein of Coen Brothers, apparently. Oh, that's too bad. But Lady Killer, yeah, okay, yeah. So that's Pod Gods. I just shit on your movie. Bye, 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 bye. I was the wrong show. Bye, 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 everybody. Podcast. The show about podcasts.